A Different Edu podcast is brought to you by a differentedusite.com. The boys began tackling, kicking and punching in the clinches. They ended up in a free-for-all in the middle of the gym floor. What began with punching in the clinches became one of the most copied and celebrated lesson plans, classroom structures of all time. A Different Edu podcast tells the stories of teachers making a difference, what they did and how they did it. Hosted by teacher and author Bill Manchester. It was 1891 and Springfield, Massachusetts was experiencing an extremely cold winter. At the YMCA International Training College, now Springfield College, the young men were growing restless and starting to get physical on the hallways. Fights were breaking out and the administration needed to respond. We had a real New England blizzard. For days, the students couldn't go outdoors, so they began roughhousing in the halls. We tried everything to keep them quiet. We tried playing a modified form of football in the gymnasium, but they got bored with that. Something had to be done. This is James. At the time, he was a second-year graduate student and an undergraduate teacher studying the relatively new field of physical education at the YMCA International Training College. The trouble is not with the men, but with the system that we are using. James thought that with the right structure, he could not only contain all of this youthful energy, but put it towards a creative game that engaged mind, spirit, and body. James wrote 13 rules and had his secretary type them up. He posted the rules and the young men started to play. The boys began tackling, kicking and punching in the clinches. They ended up in a free-for-all in the middle of the gym floor. Before I could pull them apart, one boy was knocked out, several of them had black eyes, and one had a dislocated shoulder. It certainly was murder. James's first iteration of his lesson plan was a complete failure. Most teachers would not have the courage to try again, and most school administrations would not let them. Perhaps the problems with the young men's behavior were deeper than a need to use up that physical energy. Would finding a creative outlet for their energy really prove to be better than extinguishing it through harsh zero-tolerance consequences? match I was afraid they'd kill each other but they kept nagging me to let them play again so I made up some more rules James waited a few weeks to try the lesson again by this time his students were begging him to bring the game back knowing that he now had some leverage he instituted more guidelines more rules that would define the play of the game more safely that stopped tackling and slugging we tried the game with those rules and we didn't have one casualty We had a fine, clean sport. This teacher was James Naismith. This was the first game of basketball. In 10 years, through the National YMCA network, the sport had spread all over the country. Just 45 years later, James Naismith threw up the jump ball for the first basketball game in the Olympics. The game of basketball has proven to be much more than a way for students to spend their energy while cooped up during a New England blizzard. Basketball has not endured because of its safe structure, but because of the flexibility and creativity that this safe structure allowed to flourish. There is no way that James Naismith could have prescribed or even anticipated the way that basketball play has developed. 
Out of 13 roles, develop millions of hours of play and nearly that many approaches to the parts of the game. This started with Naismith insisting that a narrow, consequence-driven, top-down approach was not the way forward. His supervisor responded, Naismith, he said, I want you to take that class and see what you can do with it. So to those educators out there that see the high, out-of-control energy of students and think there can be a better way, we challenge you to take that class and see what you can do with it. Use Naismith's playbook of creating a lesson from specific objectives, creating a minimal level of structure needed for safety and security, and allowing lots of freedom for continual improvisation and learning. If there ever was a time for Naismith-sized learning, it's now. A Different Edu Podcast is brought to you by a different edusite.com. Special thanks to Jackson Murphy acting as James Naismith in this episode. You hear James Naismith's own voice with these words through a recorded interview available on YouTube and at the University of Kansas website. If you're looking for more specific ideas about how to engender this type of Naismith-sized learning, check out the article, Three Creative Ways to Introduce Content. These are creative, student-centered ideas to engage your students from the very beginning of a unit. There's a link to the article in the show notes. If you like what you are hearing on this podcast, tell your friends and subscribe to never miss an episode. Also, leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast service. This makes it easier for others to find this podcast. Different Edu Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most major podcast services. Follow bmanchester underscore edu for Twitter updates, as well as liking the Bill Manchester Author Educator Facebook page.